Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast. I'm Tom Bartley. I wanted to talk to a question from listener Jim Gifford, and this was associated with the work-life balance. This has been a defining factor associated with my life, and choices that I have made have impacted me greatly economically and socially and professionally to just get the hell out of certain bad situations. And this is really something that I'm grappling with currently. Some of it goes out in short funks. A good portion of it does not go out in anything public because my perspective is a large portion of my reflections don't exist or need to exist in the public domain. But bear in mind, certainly, that I am doing these things. Something has really terribly happened associated with my work-life balance in recent months, really in a couple of years. Yeah, maybe moving to the Bay Area in general. And I'm very mindful of that. And... In being mindful of that, there's a whole lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that I don't talk about publicly. One thing I will talk about is that I actively talked to my manager very candidly recently. And while I wasn't saying, well, I haven't had time to record podcasts, I did, in a short reference, make note to the situation associated with Stonate and the situation associated with the fact that if you work many, many weekends, late nights, what have you, every aspect of your life is degraded, including recording a podcast for the 70-year-old dude. Unfortunately, votes Democrat, but we'll move on from that. So I think everyone needs to maintain a degree of work-life balance. And I think what I see in my own life now is the fact that the needle is so heavily pushed over to work that life is actually fading in some very meaningful sense. And inability to even talk and interact with people and, you know, just have a sense of, like, existential wonder the pronouncement of these emotions, the extreme nature of these emotions when you see any aspect of humanity makes me think that I'm probably not a good advocate currently for any degree of work-life balance. But ultimately, a lot of the stuff that I do here in Short Funk, a lot of the stuff that I've done in podcasts historically, is about something that's very different than commerce, something that's very different from corporate culture, something that I think is ultimately associated with a somewhat naive, idealistic perspective associated with humanity, that just by putting information out there, you will gather other like-minded folk, slowly but surely. My view is that there's certainly times in people's lives where work should take priority and times in people's lives where life should take priority. And unfortunately, the nature of capitalism, the nature of existing in this world as it is currently, is that work will have a large portion of one's life. I ultimately would like to change that. I'd like to at least promote others to think about changing that. My hope was in my lifetime that this would change in some very meaningful sense, particularly the information that was put out in the 80s associated with people dying at a much younger age, much higher rate, based on overwork and stress and these kind of things. And one of the things that was supposed to happen through automation was the improvement of one's life, the re-equation of work and life, the fact that Actually, life would take precedence because work would be done by technology. I actually think that there are strong economic forces behind the way the world is moving. And these economic forces hold an unimaginable amount of power in our current existence. When I meet people who say anything otherwise, I always look at them in some quizzical way. Ultimately, actually, it's alienated me from a relatively close friendship with Bruce Damer was the fact that he repeatedly says this nonsense, which makes absolutely no sense to me. And also, I feel very strongly, and this is the nature of my political discussion as well, that uh, we as a broader society need to completely eradicate a lot of these corporatist ideals, now extremely authoritarian corporatist ideals previously, just extremely corporatist ideals that are the dominant narrative 
And the way that we do that is actually by putting out information like this, by actually talking to people and trying to remind them that the political choices that we have currently are completely and utterly artificial and completely designed for the work part of the work-life balance to be overly represented. The economics associated with this are astonishing. And the fact that all the ideals and beliefs and things, I mean, this ultimately is associated with a critique of my parents, that I've just realized that I'm even more of a schmuck than my parents were in this context. I knew this already, but I just want to say it explicitly, that actually what's happened on my watch has been far worse than what happened on their watch. Far less power, far more part of an economic thing. So, yes, the work-life balance is very real. It's a personal thing. I think it's a societal thing. I think it's a cultural thing. And I think it's the responsibility of everyone to actively talk about this and stop enacting politicians, stop forcing this far, far right, more far right than the Nazis, more far right than any aspect that we've seen of fascism to date, to become the standard narrative, the way things are done, just what's accepted. Yeah, I don't know. I think the work-life balance ultimately for me is a political thing more than anything, because on a personal level, I have very few tools at my disposal, and the only way I can see it actually changing positively is associated with large groups of people mobilizing and either removing the current political system, because I think the political system currently is beyond diseased and dead. It only represents one thing. And actively having discussions associated with what comes next. Tom Barbelay in San Jose, signing out.